0: that last one was a plane. Went there with them. Hello and welcome to the second edition, volume two of Turkey. This week I'll be chatting to you about a few places that we visited in Turkey. We went to a couple of different places after Istanbul. We went to Izmir, Parmakale, Oludenes, Bodrum. I'm saying words at you, they probably mean nothing to you at this point. But we did. So we went from Temple on a bus to Izmir. Turkish buses are really interesting because they stop all the time, like every 20 minutes. And they have like a flight attendant. I guess a bus attendant is what you'd call it. Like having a flight attendant on a plane that will come through and like give you snacks and coffees and teas and ice cream at one stage, which is amazing. Incredible. What an experience. So we had a very first class-esque bus trip from Istanbul to Izmir. And the bus attendant really loved us in particular. She was excited to talk to us about Australia and excited to meet us. So she was very friendly to us and actually gave us our first and only Turkish coffee since we'd been in Turkey. So she made it. It was like kind of like an instant coffee, like a Nescafe or whatever, but of the Turkish variety in a little paper cup on the bus, which was awesome, and another little cup of water because you're supposed to sip water with Turkish coffee. So we did that very traditionally in the middle of nowhere on a bus. We went to Izmir and we actually found this beautiful hostel that was like bringing a lot of hippie vibes. Very beautiful. They had like two cats Maybe six chickens. Really easy breezy vibe there, which was nice. We met some really cool people and had like a jam session in the evening. Everyone got a different instrument. And even if you couldn't play an instrument, you would get an instrument and just make noise. It was beautiful. It was an experience. And we met another Australian called Chris, who was traveling around and was actually about to hire a car and there's a place called Ephesus which is outside of Izmir which is a really famous archaeology site and it has like an old ancient amphitheater basically like an entire city ancient ruins of an entire city and it was one of the biggest cities at the time and he as I said was hiring a car and we had planned to get like a bus out there or something like Would have been a bit of a hassle, not a huge hassle, but a bit of a hassle. And actually he was like, oh, well, I'm actually driving there tomorrow. So if you want to, if you want to come with me, We'll be driving there. And we're like, awesome. So we actually got to go on a road trip from Izmir to Ephesus, which was awesome. And he met a friend of his. So there was four of us. And it was a nice little sort of like road trip party, which is cool. We went to hire the car and he got the address. This is also classic. We found this classic in Turkey. He had the address of the hire car company. And it was like Avis or something. It was like a legit hire car company. And the address on their email, we just put that into Google Maps and we walked there in the morning. It was probably like a half an hour walk from our hostel. And we... Walked there, got there, and it was literally just, like, a building. I think there was, like, a fast food store, like, where it was supposed to be. And we were, like, shit. Thankfully, Chris's friend was Turkish. And so she spoke to the person at the shop and was, like, hey, like, we're looking for this place. And they were like, oh, yeah, no problem. It's actually just like three streets away, like maybe another sort of 600, 700, 800 meters away. So we ended up going there to this other building, going up an escalator, uh, elevator rather, getting there. But I was thinking to myself, damn, like if you didn't have someone that spoke the local language, you'd have no idea. Like you'd go to this spot and just assume that it's just a ripoff and you've wasted your money. But anywho, we went on a road trip. It was a struggle to decide what music to play, as is always the case when you're doing a road trip with a bunch of different people, you know? I really wanted to play early 2000s R&B. Not everyone's on my level. But nonetheless, we got there in the end, and it was this huge site with absolutely no shade. So, it was so freaking hot. It was like 40 degrees, no shade, absolutely none, because all of the buildings were ruins, so there was no roofs. And... Just not even a tree. There's like one small sort of like walkway, which is covered by trees, but then you're out on your own. You're like literally in the scorching heat, but it was super beautiful and some of the biggest and like most well-preserved ruins I think we've seen on the trip so far, which was awesome. Super busy with a bunch of different tourist groups, one super American Super American. That was a Freudian slip. Super annoying American (laughs) who was mansplaining how his girlfriend's sister should take photos of them. And it was like maybe the rudest man I've ever encountered in my life. Just being so patronizing about how to take the best angle of him and his partner, like trying to avoid, like, I can't even remember what he said, but at one stage, like someone walked through the picture and he was like, if someone walks through the picture, you should just move Like I can't even remember. He was just such a dick. But the ruins themselves were amazing. The road trip was awesome. We ended up catching a train back from Ephesus to Izmir. And actually, it was so busy that we had to stand. So I'm very thankful that we didn't have to get the train there and back because we would have had to stand for for a while in a crowded train, which wouldn't have been the best. Izmir was a nice stop and we went and had a look at some other archaeological ruins that are actually within the city of Izmir. So a lot of a lot of ruins when we were in Izmir. And from there we headed to Deniz, Denizli, probably pronouncing that wrong, but the reason we were staying there is because outside of Denizli there's a place called Pamukkale and it is the number one visited tourist destination in Turkey and for good reason. It is exceptional. Basically from Denizli we caught a bus to Pamukkale. Pamukkale being a combination of Again, an archeological site of like ancient Roman ruins, but also this natural phenomenon, which is like kind of like rice fields. So imagine the shape of rice fields, like coming down a cliff, but they are made out of like a calcium deposit or some sort of like calcium substance, I guess. And they're white. So when you look at the hill, it looks like snow but they're actually like a deposit, mineral deposit, right? And they create pools and the pools are like mineral pools. So it's water, but it's come through this mineral substance. And so it's like super beautiful mud mineral. And basically you walk up them to get to the ruins. And then on top of that, there's also like an ancient Roman mineral spring pool. It's like a heated pool. It sits at about 30 degrees all the time. And it has literally ancient Roman ruins just in the pool. So when you swim, you swim next to and top of around literally ancient Roman pillars and parts of buildings and stuff. It's incredible. And the water itself is really quite dense because it's really minerally. And at another end of the pool, there actually is the spring. So where the water comes from, and it's super deep. Like we tried to go down as deep as we possibly could and we could not even get near the bottom. And it was so, so deep, which was a really cool experience, something I've never experienced before. But yeah, Parma was a beautiful experience. An outdoor experience was quite a bit of shade, which was nice. But I really like it kind of like an, a three-in-one trip when you go to Parma because you get to swim in these cold calcium mineral pools on the terraces. You get to go into this ancient Roman pool which is warm and kind of like a spa bath, but not a spa. And you also get to visit these exceptional ancient ruins. And I said that Ephesus was cool, but I really believe that Pamukkale's ruins were amazing. They were super, super well preserved on a beautiful spot. It's on the top of a hill. So the view is incredible. You can see down to the town of Pamukkale. You can see uh, across the valley to other mountains. And there's just like this really beautiful contrast between the white of the terraces and then the green and, and, they do hot air balloons as well, so you're looking out and you can see people in the hot air balloons. I actually did a blog post about Parma specifically, which talks in more detail about how to get there, what to do, when to get there, who to see, etc. So if you're interested in Parma check out my blog, wenttherewithem.com and that has more information about that. But I highly, highly recommend it. It was one of the highlights of our trip so far. It was such an incredible day. And it was so, as I said, so vast an experience. There were so many different parts of the one experience, which was incredible. You go into this one place and you just, yeah, it's really, really cool. I could not sing its praise high enough. We did like a little mud bath as well. The terraces have sort of whitish gray mud at the bottom of them, which is obviously like the mineral buildup. And you can sort of rub that on your skin and and create your own sort of little I was gonna luxurious, yeah. Luxurious mud bath. So that was really fun. Absolutely highly recommend the experience of Parmikele. And as I've already said, really one of the one of my most favorite memories of the trip. Not memories. One of my most favorite moments of the trip so far. The only I did say there was shade at Parmikele, but in the Actual terraces when you're swimming and stuff, you're not shaded at all. And my boyfriend got particularly sunburnt from Parmacale. So, a red hot tip. Yes, that was a pun. Red hot tip. Do slip, slop, slap. After Parmacale, we spent another night in Denesley, which is just a sort of small town. It's it's cool in and of itself. We found a, a really cool place that did amazing donors and durums. So we literally went there like three or four times and it was around the corner from our hotel. And our hotel was literally across the road from the bus station. So it was very much a sort of, what's the word? A transit city for us. We used it to get to Pamukkale, and then sort of left once we'd, once we'd been to Pamukkale, which was an amazing experience, as I've said numerous times. From there, we headed down to the coast of Turkey, Bodrum, most... People, if you know the coast of Turkey, would probably tell you Bodrum or Fethiye. We actually went to a place called Uludenes, which is south of those two, and it has a place called Butterfly Valley, which is a particularly beautiful and secluded valley. Now Uludenes, I don't know how this has happened, but it is literally mini England. Every single tourist there is English. All of the signs are not in Turkish let, they're in pounds. So, like, you're walking down the main esplanade of Uludenes and it's all pounds. I'm pretty sure when we were passing a restaurant, someone said, hello, governor. Like, a local said that to get us into the restaurant. Super, super strange experience because you're in the heart of Turkey and everyone has an English accent. Everyone. All of the bars are showing, like, English football. All of the bars have, like, weird... It's kind of like, if you imagine, like, Bali or Thailand for Australians, that's what Uludenes is for English people. It's like their holiday where, like, shit's cheaper. They, you know, there's parties every night. There's live entertainment every night. And it's a beach town. That's the vibe. So we were, like, honestly, like, the only Australians there, I'm pretty sure, which is the most rare thing that's happened on our entire trip so far. Because every single where, every single place you go, there is always at least one or two Australian, right? But one or two Australians, plural. (laughs) I've lost my mind. But... This was just, yeah, Little little Britain. It was crazy. But it was a beautiful beach. We were staying in a place called Blue Lagoon, which is just around from the actual beach of Deniz, And it was phenomenal. We stayed in this little caravan. We stayed in a caravan park, which basically was a place that had, I think, not even nine caravans and then a beachfront. In in Europe, a lot of the beaches are covered in umbrellas. So this Blue Lagoon had maybe four or five different resorts, our caravan park being one of the resorts. And it backed onto Blue Lagoon, which was this gorgeous lagoon and it was really blue and the water was so clear and we'd go for a swim every morning and we'd go for a swim every night and we would literally just hang out on this like beautiful lagoon. They had paddle boats and we got some um, like floaties and we could like float out into the middle of the lagoon and we got a like a plastic inflatable ball as well, had fun with that and really just chilled out and it was such a nice time Like, and also being in a caravan was really cool. Like we've been in hostels a lot and in shared dorms and it was nice to have our own space, but it was also nice to have a caravan because I just really think caravans give you that vibe of like family holiday, like really relaxation. We're having a holiday, you know? It was one of the times on the trip, one of the only times so far on the trip that I really felt like we were on vacation. We weren't, you know, backpacking around the world. We were just chilling out for a bit and it was gorgeous. We, it was obviously because it's a resort town, it was quite expensive. So we went to a supermarket in Uliudene's in, in town and grabbed a bunch of different stuff, a lot of two minute noodles and just like meat and cheese to make sandwiches and just lived on that and just stayed in the caravan the caravan park and just hung out. We did do one day trip to Butterfly Valley, which I mentioned earlier, which is a super, not super famous, but it's a well-known spot for like a secluded valley, right? You have to take a boat there. You can't get there by car. If you walk there, or like if you get there by car, you have to walk down and then like climb down a valley and use like, like pretty much abseil down a valley. So it's pretty hardcore to get to. So we got like the local sort of taxi boat to get to Butterfly Valley. And there were so many boats going there. It's a tiny valley, like maybe 200 meters wide. And Eight giant pirate ship-esque boats plus six tiny boats and like one medium-sized boat all like anchor in the valley. So there's only like the tiniest bit of room to swim in the water. The water's quite dirty because all of the boats are like dredging up the sand and rocks and stuff underneath. And there's a fuck ton of people because daily like 20 boats go three times a day. So there's like so many people in this tiny valley. There is nothing there except a small camping place and two cafes. There's like a little bushwalk you can take which costs extra money to go on the bushwalk which literally just takes you into some trees. Totally it's, – it's just really super interesting. I think it would have been really, really cool – maybe five, 10 years ago when no one knew about it. But now everyone knows about it and everyone's taking boats there. And actually the water in Uludenes, the beach in Uludenes, which is like the main part, is so much clearer and so much nicer. And there's more of it. So you don't have people like right next to you swimming, you know. And the other craziest thing about Butterfly Valley is I did not see a single butterfly. Uh, (laughs) I really didn't. But what I did see is something even more crazy. There were so many like Thousands of dead bees in the water, thousands like I'm not exaggerating you could not swim anywhere. you could not move your arm without hitting a bee. There were thousands of dead bees and if they weren't dead they were they they were almost dead like going into the water. If anyone can explain to me what the hell that is, I would be so intrigued because I have absolutely no idea why there would be so many bees. And no butterflies, for starters, but also, like, where where are the bees coming from? Why are they doing that? Is it a mass, like, suicide, for want of a better word? Like, what's the deal? Has anyone ever heard of anything like this in the world? Curious, so curious. So Butterfly Valley was a bit of a bust. It was cool to get the boat trip there, and it was still quite beautiful, but it's definitely been a little bit overrun with tourism at this point. And our little sanctuary in Blue Lagoon was so beautiful that I think we were kind of spoilt you know we we weren't expecting it to be that busy and it was but it was it was still an experience and I'm glad that we went and the funny thing is the reason that we went to Oludeniz was to go to to Butterfly Valley but we ended up having a lot more fun and a, a nicer sort of swimming time in actually Oludeniz itself and Blue Lagoon So it's just funny how things work like that. We then, uh, from there, it was honestly such a beautiful experience. We spent very little money because, as I said, we bought our food all to sort of just like have in the caravan, bought a couple of bottles of wine and just like sat by the water having cheese and wine, which is glorious. What a time to be alive. But from there, from our relaxation zone, we went to Bodrum. The reason we went to Bodrum was to get the ferry to Greece because next we're going to the Greek islands and from there to mainland Greece. So Bodrum's basically just another sort of beachy town, port town, really. A lot of people get boats to Greece and to and from Greece. And it's it's a bit of a party town as well. It has, like, a strip mall with lots of shops, but also lots of different bars with live music every night. And it, it's got more of a party vibe. Dennis has a party vibe, but, like, Little Britain party vibe. Bodrum has a party vibe, like, Greek Island kind of party vibe. That's the difference, I think. So we did go out one night in Bodrum. It was really fun. We met up with Chris, who we'd previously met in Izmir, and... That was super great. And we saw a live band. They did a bunch of different covers. That was super fun. But yeah, we basically just chilled out in Bodrum as well. Kind of just preparing ourselves to go to the Greek islands. But it is a really nice town as well. Um, we didn't swim as much because the shoreline in Bodrum is really, literally during the day, it's all sunbeds. And at night, they literally turn the shore of the ocean into restaurants. So there are tables and chairs right up until the water. At one stage, we went to get Durham's at a, at a restaurant and we were literally sitting so close to the water that my feet were getting splashed by the ocean eating dinner, which was awesome. It's a cool vibe, but it just means the beach is not the best for swimming, but it's really a really fun time and I really enjoyed that sort of experience for dinner I've never had that as well Turkey all in all was a really great awesome experience I really want to go back I think if I was suggesting a country to anyone on the trip so far 100% Turkey would be on it obviously I would recommend heaps of countries we've been to but Turkey was exceptionally good I think we had layers of an experience we got this really beautiful beachside vacation feel but we also got the hustle and bustle of Istanbul and the beautiful uh, in tr- and like just so interesting, the ruins in Pamukkale and Ephesus. We just had a really all round time. We did spend quite a lot of time in Turkey, about three weeks all up. So it has been one of our longest stops on the trip, which means you do get to fully experience it a bit more. But I definitely loved Turkey, and I'm so so excited to go to the Greek islands after that because we did have such a great time swimming. So my man, if you're listening to this in Australia, you must fucking hate me right now. I'm like anyway it was so hot went for a swim it's winter there so you are probably real mad at me but don't worry I'm soon moving into very very cold European winter so then you'll be like yeah the beach is amazing and I'll be like cool my finger just froze off so there's no stress in that but next week I will be talking to you about the Greek islands I can't wait thanks guys bye